Welcome to Christian Natural Health with naturopathic Dr. Lauren DeVille. Christian Natural Health is the podcast on how to get and stay healthy God's way. You'll hear topics on nutrition, exercise, sleep, avoiding toxicity, meditating on scripture, what supplements to take, stress management, defeating anxiety and worry, how to reconcile Eastern medicine approaches with Christianity and a whole lot more. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lauren. Welcome back to another episode of Christian Natural Health. Today, I am excited to have Ryan Beck with us. Ryan is the co-founder and chief technology officer of Pray.com, the world's number one app for daily prayer and faith-based audio content. Pray.com is driven by a mission to grow faith, cultivate community, and leave a legacy of helping others. Beck brings experience in computer science, software engineering, and theological studies to his role as chief technology officer. He helped start Pray.com in 2016. Welcome, Ryan. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Lauren. I appreciate it, and I'm looking forward to the conversation. Yeah, me too. So you have an amazing testimony of how you found the Lord. I hope that you could start with that. Yeah, I'd love to. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Uh, My life, uh, I wasn't raised Christian. Uh, I was raised by a single mom. Uh, Mm I started off in Norwalk, California, which is just uh, there in Los Angeles. And um, my mom uh, moved us out into the suburbs, uh, Thousand Oaks, nice area, rated number one, number two, safest place in the U.S. many years. She wanted to give me a better opportunity than she had. She had a relatively rough upbringing in a relatively rough neighborhood. And so she wanted to give me a, a better opportunity. So when I was young, we got a chance to move out there. And, you know, she raised me to have, uh, you know, to be kind and nice, good work ethic. And, um, you know, we lived in, uh, you know, uh, in a relatively low income area okay. in that. And so she did what she could to provide. Usually we're just renting rooms and stuff like that from other people because that's all she could afford as a single mom. And, um, you know, during that time, uh, about going from junior high to high school, I started, um, having a lot more free time. You know, I didn't go to after school programs. My mom, she couldn't afford them anymore. And they weren't, there wasn't anything really that was provided by the city that I, that I could go to anymore because of my age. And so that was similar for all the kids in our area. And most of us were products of broken families. And most of us had single moms that worked all the time to support us. And so we're just a bunch of kids running around, you know, trying to figure out how to be men in the world without that guidance. And we made a lot of dumb decisions. And most of us ended up in gangs and drugs, unfortunately. And so uh, in high school, we got involved in gangs and drugs. And um, at 18, I was actually arrested um, for uh, sales and transportation of narcotics. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was a very traumatizing time for my mom, obviously. And uh, for me, it was kind of what I expected. I will, you know, I was, I was forming my own path. I was trying to figure out how to be a man in in this world. And this just seemed like a, a, a practical outcome. Not something that I was trying to avoid of what I was doing and is giving me street cred is making me tough. Um, But it was, it turned out to be one of the best things that could ever happen to me. During that time, I got to um, 
I got to reflect. I got to contemplate on my life choices. And I was very fortunate to go into jail and be surrounded by older men who looked at me and said, what are you doing? Yeah. Why do you want to end up like us? You have your future ahead of you. Um, and someone asked me this. They said, do you want to be a big shot on a golf course or a big shot in the pen? And when he said that, I said, I get what you're saying. I don't like golf, but I get the point. <laughs> right. Um, and so I, I really took that to heart. And I was very fortunate because a lot of these guys were, some of them were Christian, some of them weren't. And some of them were giving me scriptures to read. And God was stirring in my heart. I was curious to learn uh, about Christianity, about Jesus, who he was. I didn't necessarily believe in Jesus. And it was one night, I remember I was reading some scripture and I was praying. I said, God, you know, my heart's hard. I just don't believe in Jesus. I, uh, you know, and that, that's very Christianese language. If you're familiar with uh, the Christian culture, I wasn't engulfed in it at the time. I didn't ever use that language, but that was the language I used at that time. And I woke up the next morning. I had this, this profound confidence, uh, hard to explain, but I knew Jesus was the one I was supposed to follow. Mm-hmm. And from that moment on, God continued to, through his providence, direct me uh, through interactions with new friends or old friends that he had actually transformed uh, and helped it develop me into the person I am today. I was released about two weeks after that, three weeks after that. Um, And my neighbor, uh, she, she was my mom's age. She, she saw all this going on. The cops raided my house. It was, it was a big deal. It was, you know, they tore it upside down. It was was traumatic for my mom. And she saw all that happen. She saw all the hoodlums coming in and out of my house, but she, she had a stirring on her heart. And she asked me, you want to go to church? And I said, you know what? I've been looking for a church. And um, when you're when you when you're released from j- jail, it's very common that you go back, right? Because yeah. you go back to what you know. You yeah. go back to the friends that you have, and mm-hmm. it's not like the friend you're better than your friends, or anything. you're in the same mess together. You're all trying to figure out life together. Mm-hmm. And it was because she asked me to do that. She she gave me an outlet outside of what I had known to be normal. And I started to develop new friends, um, started developing community at church. I started running into old friends. And so I I had the amazing opportunity after serving at the church, just through volunteer activities to go to Bible college. Mm -hmm. Uh, That church's pastor, Pastor Rob McCoy, actually sponsored me to go to Bible college. Uh, So I went there two years and uh, the, the deal was I would work two years in the ministry. So I did that. I trained to be a minister. I really loved it. It helped me lay uh, a, a foundation of virtues and ethics that I didn't lay uh, as an adolescent. And so I had to, I, I got to lay this great framework. I served in the ministry, loved it. I, I realized being a pastor is not for me. I'm not necessarily called to be a pastor. And uh, as much as I love the church, I had the opportunity to actually go and, and finish a degree in computer science and philosophy love uh, philosophy one day um, I'll get to, you know, hopefully retire and just, just philosophize. But mm-hmm. in the meantime, I'm putting the computer science degree to work. Um, I have had the amazing opportunity to connect that skill set um, with my passions and my purpose uh, with faith. And I did that with Mission India uh, at the beginning uh, out of college. 
And then I got to reconnect with my my friend and now business partner, Steve Gatino, who's the CEO of Prey.com back in 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he was all American. I went America's most wanted. Um, <laughs> you know, and so yeah, we but we got to reconnect. We went to junior, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we went to junior high and high school together. So we got to reconnect. He told me about Prey.com and how he just was thinking about starting this company. And I said, you know, I'm in. Let me know how I can help. And that was, you know, 2016. And now it's 2022. The rest is kind of history. We're able to grow Prey.com from an idea to the number one app in uh, daily prayer and faith-based audio content now. So super excited what we're able to do. Um, I'm very privileged and uh, honored to be here and also to just be able to uh, tell the the story of how God has transformed my life uh, and also how he's helped me rethink uh, about life and how to establish inner peace and mental wellness in my own life and practice and how we can actually do that at pray.com. Yeah, Um, I love it. That's so amazing. I love how, you know, God has all of these good works prepared in advance for us. And yet he had such a long journey for all of us to get us from point A to point B to actually be walking with him at the point where he can use us. But he had all of these things laying in place for you in order to get you to where you are today. That's so encouraging. I love it. So uh, tell us a little bit about your vision for pray.com, where are you at now and how it's going to help specifically, you're mentioning a lot of the mental health aspect of how that helps believers to kind of have that resource. What's, what's the vision for it? Yeah. So at pray.com, we're, we're building the digital destination for faith. Mm -hmm. Uh, We, we believe in helping people grow their faith and cultivate community. And the way we do that is through a lot of scriptural passages. And we do that through audio content, video content, and, and reading material. And we just released something called God's Wisdom, uh, 31 Days of Proverbs. Mm-hmm. And what that is, is a, a new format on timeless wisdom, basically. Uh, it's written in um, spoken word poetry. Uh, it, so it's developed in a modern format by... Um, a, a pastor named Zach Schallberger out of Southern California here in Santa Barbara, uh, amazing guy. And he, uh, what he's done there is taken these timeless wisdoms, written them in spoken word poetry to help us uh, contemplate, to meditate, and to connect with that, that spiritualness inside of us, but also to utilize that wisdom uh, of Proverbs to form that relationship with God. And so one thing that I, I find very um, promising about a lot of our content is we we are we are enabling people to form a relationship with God with their phone, and so people can be on the go. They can open it up, read the Bible, but listen to stuff, meditate on the Word of God, and form that relationship and. As we, as we exit, hopefully, the, the physical pandemic, we're still in the midst of a, a mental health pandemic, right? That is plaguing us. Um, there's a statistic that, that came out that in January of 2019 to June 2019, 11% of us experienced in the U.S. Uh, some sort of anxiety or depression. Mm-hmm. It jumped to 41%, according to the study, oh, wow. in 2021. 
we've seen a drastic increase. And this is what I love about Proverbs because Proverbs tells us in, in, in Proverbs 3, it tells us about how the wisdom of God brings peace, inner peace amongst turmoil, whether it's external turmoil or internal turmoil. And so Proverbs helps us to navigate life's challenges and helps us uh, maintain mental wellness. I love the mental wellness. Um, maybe we can get into it in a little bit. There's a book by Dr. Lisa Miller out of Columbia University called The Awakened Brain. I think it's a phenomenal book. And she goes into spirituality and the impact on mental wellness. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of how I see uh, our, our content uh, helping us with mental health. That's awesome. And so you chose Proverbs specifically because it's really practical, right? Like so, so that there's you know, teaching people wisdom. And I think it's really interesting that you were talking about in your story, how you didn't have a dad and you were looking for these older men to kind of pour into you. And then once you got to church, you started laying the foundation you didn't have when you were younger. And Proverbs is like, you know, the, the guidance of Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived to tell us mm -hmm. how we should live our lives. And that maybe had something to do with what attracted you to that. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So, so you have that kind of content. What else is on pray.com? So we have, we have a range of biblical content um, mm -hmm. from the Bible. So Bible in a year. So if you just want to go through the Bible in a year, mm -hmm. uh, we have that with James Earl Jones, which is, that's my favorite content. So you get Darth that Vader, awesome. uh, you know, reading you the Bible. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's any trademarks there. Um, so James Earl Jones reads the Bible, who also uh, reads Darth Vader. Um, and so, <laughs> so I love that. We have sleep Psalms, which is a, another way for you to meditate on the word of God yeah. uh, to help you uh, deal with anxiety and insomnia to help you fall asleep to the word of God. Yeah. And we have kids stories for parents to uh, listen with their kids. Mm -hmm. And we have you know music. And then also one area in which we're getting more and more content is we have all these amazing teachers out there. And what we're helping uh, them do is we're helping them reach an audience on pray.com. So we have amazing teachers coming onto the platform uh, to give their messages. We have uh, something called the Sunday service. It sounds, it is what it sounds like. It's a Sunday service and we have teachers come on every Sunday and they teach a message. Um, and we also, you can go and you can listen to tons of faith podcasts on there as well. Fantastic. That's amazing. And what kind of feedback are you getting from the listeners? So I think the number, the number one feedback that we get is how it helps people form a daily habit. Awesome. This is very important uh, for the, the Christian is developing this, this daily rhythm, this daily devotional, this daily habit mm -hmm. to communicate with God. Communication is something so important with the Christian. And uh, it's something that sets us apart from other religions, right? We, we have this personal God who we get to communicate with. That's what prayer is. It, it's not just, you know, simply meditating or contemplating and connecting with the spiritual. Mm -hmm. It's communicating with God himself, the triune God who's in constant communication. We get to communicate with him, tell him our troubles, seek his wisdom. And so that's what's, uh, I think the number one feedback we get is how that daily devotional helps them in the relationship with God. But then we get tons of feedback on how this, this content is really impacting um, their lives. I'll give you this one story 
it, it, and it ties back to that last segment of content that I talked about, the leader segment, the leader content yeah. on Sunday service. This story is um, an amazing story. It's very touching. We got a call from our pastor, Pastor Adam Mesa, who did a Sunday service. He said, I want to let you know something. I got an email from a law enforcement officer this weekend. Mm -hmm. This law enforcement officer listened to my message on, on Sunday service. And he was so inspired by it. It moved him so much. He wrote me an email. And this is what he said. Doc, uh, uh, Pastor Adam Mesa, your message changed my life. I've been going through a lot of struggles. This weekend, I was about to commit suicide. But then I got a push notification on my phone from pray.com. And it was your message. And I clicked that message. And I listened to that message. And it saved my life. And he wrote Adam Mesa that, that email. And um, Adam shared it with us. That's amazing. Faith, faith works. Love works. It changes lives. It saves lives. And we're able to connect these amazing leaders um, with people of faith, people who are curious, uh, not even necessarily people of faith. I, I wasn't, I wasn't a person of faith, but I was, I was open. I was curious. And it was through faith that I found transformation, that I found inner healing um, to help me through uh, some of the uh, struggles and trauma that I have faced growing up. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you've alluded a lot to how prayer can help with anxiety, depression, mental health issues, but connect the dots for us. What is it about prayer that tends to affect that for so many people? Yeah, so uh, going back to that book that I talked to you about, The Awakened Brain, mm -hmm. um, whether you agree with the, the, uh, the spirituality of Dr. Lisa Miller or not, I think there's a lot that we can take from it as Christians. And what she talks about is um, she, she talks about spirituality as the relationship with the spiritual, as opposed to religion, which is just a, it's more about your participation in a community of faith. Mm -hmm. And I think as Christians, we talk a lot about this. Christianity is not a religion, it's a relationship, right? We say that a lot. Mm -hmm. And so she talks about spiritualized this relationship, this personal relationship. And what they've found is that those people who have formed their own spirituality, this relationship with the spiritual, have up to a 90%, per, uh, they, have, they have formulated a mechanism by which they can protect themselves against anxiety, stress, and depression by up to 90%, as opposed to those people who do not participate in spiritual practices. Um, this is, this, I mean, that's, that, this, that is amazing. Yeah. So that's why I think, um, what we do as Christians, mm -hmm. uh, prayer is a, is, is a weapon, is a weapon that we can utilize, a tool that we can utilize mm -hmm. to fight back the anxiety and the depression. Mm -hmm. But it's something that we have to formulate through a relationship with God. Yep, yep, absolutely. And so as a naturopathic doctor, when I see mental emotional health issues, I always kind of go through in my mind, there's a, there's a spectrum of possibilities. There could be a neurotransmitter imbalance, there could be a hormone imbalance, there could be a problem in your circumstances, or there could be a problem in your thinking. And sometimes it's not any, it's, it's not always just one, it could be a combo. Yeah. But so many people will come in and think it's just neurotransmitter imbalance. And there is a chicken or egg aspect to that, like as you yeah, start 100%. 
bad ideas, you're eventually going to have your neurotransmitters follow that and it becomes mm-hmm. a habit, but you can also reverse it in the other way. And not only is so much of it possibly the way you're thinking, or maybe the, the circumstances and God can lead you to get out of that. Maybe he can also lead you if there's, if there's a problem in the physical end, he promises to give us wisdom too, to figure out where exactly yeah. those are, either give us the information we need or lead us to the people that we need in order to help us come through that. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. I, I love that. I love that. What have I not asked you that you want to make sure that you leave with our audience? You know, I think that you've asked a lot of great questions and I would say that, hmm. You could say there's, (laughs) it's all right. Yeah, I I will say, you know what, that I think you've asked a lot of great questions around this, this topic. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, you know what, here's one question. What are, what does the future hold for pray.com and mental health? All right. Uh, well, there's there's some actually uh, cool things that we're doing. Um, we ha- I'm not going to announce the name, okay. but we're we're in talks with and we're getting close to a deal with uh, someone that I think will be really really fun for the audience and really helpful for the audience to engage with on mental health. And so it's a celebrity person. A lot of people will everyone will know who this person is. So stay tuned. Gotcha. And then we're also working with um, uh, some universities. Uh-huh. We're working with Biola, uh, Harvard, and uh, Hope College um, to do clinical trials and research on the effects of the Prey app on mental health. And so we're super excited about this, uh, what we're going to find there um, and how we can actually utilize the Prey app to help people uh, clinically. And that's not to dismiss you know, all the, all the amazing benefits that psychology and psychiatry has given us. Um, and so, you know, hopefully pray.com will be utilized as another tool in the toolkit uh, to help people overcome some of these mental health challenges that we face. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. I love it. That's super, super exciting. So where can people go to learn more about you and about the pray.com app? I assume pray.com, but if there's anything yeah. more specific. Yeah. You can go to pray.com, meet the founders. That is a page where you can read about all the founder stories and how we started and how Pray.com started. Fantastic. Well, I will link to that in the show notes. And thank you so much, Ryan. This has been fantastic. And I'm so inspired by what you're doing. Well, thank you, Dr. Lauren. I appreciate everything that you do. Are you looking for a holistically minded healthcare practitioner who truly treats root cause rather than symptom suppression? Unfortunately, even in the alternative healing professions, this isn't a given. That's why I've created wholehealthdoctor.com, a resource to help connect patients to healthcare practitioners in their area who share a root cause philosophy. Alternatively, most of the practitioners listed also practice telehealth. So if there isn't anyone local to you, you can still find a great practitioner to help you regain optimal health. Go to wholehealthdoctor.com. That's whole healthdr.com, type in your location or just the specialty that you're looking for and find the practitioner who's right for you. Thanks for listening to Christian Natural Health. This show is run by you. So please write in with topic and guest suggestions for future shows. For more great content, subscribe to Dr. Lauren's blog at www.drlaurendeville.com or follow her on Facebook or Twitter at Dr. Lauren DeVille.
If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to share it with your friends and give us a five-star rating in iTunes. It really helps us to stand out so other people can discover great content as well. Have a great week and God bless you. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? I mean, you are called by God, and aren't we all praying the big prayer, Here I am, Lord, send me. So if we put two and two together, you've got a message to deliver, my friend. Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, art to make, or businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. I use my mic like a machete, so if you don't like to get your toes stepped on or pushed off cliffs to finally jump on in with Jesus, I may be too much for you. But if you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com today.